When it comes to the holiday season, it is very easy to overspend, spend beyond your means, and to go into the new year strapped with debt from the holidays. And we want to provide some helpful tips on holiday spending as Brittany Elder, a corporate responsibility manager with Chase. Good morning, Brittany. Hello. Good morning. Happy to be on. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. That's good. Um, Brittany, how important is it from a financial perspective for people to have a spending plan for the holiday season, especially as it relates to shopping for presents, food, and other expenses associated with the holidays? Yeah, you know, having a spending plan for the holiday season is definitely going to be a critical part of making sure that your household maintains a healthy financial standing post-holiday. So, you know, the season, the holiday season, it's a time of fun and excitement around giving and celebrating and enjoying our family members. And a lot of times we don't center the fact that we need to set up ourselves for when January comes around and we don't find ourselves stressed and overextended from perhaps some of the overspending that can happen during the holiday season. And so that's why we want to prioritize creating a spending plan, sticking to it so that we can make sure that we can enjoy the present season while without uh, setting ourselves back financially for the upcoming year. Right. And can we talk about budgets and budgeting for a little bit? Because it's one thing to have a budget, and it's another thing to stick to it, especially when there's so many things out there are just tempting, you know, when either if you're online or you're out in the mall or shopping around. You know, what tips do you have for people uh, to remain on budget during this time of year? Sure. So I would, like, I would say budgeting is sort of a, a three-ingredient recipe to, you know, have successful budgeting. Uh, The first would be establishing your why. You know, write down why you're motivated to budget. You know, is it to become debt-free? Is it to save for down payment for your first home? Is it to, you know, make sure that your kid has enough money for college? You, You really have to ground yourself into a meaningful purpose for why you're budgeting, because when you do that, it serves as a guiding force around the decisions that you're making with your finances And so, you know, that starts with the holiday season, but certainly applies throughout the year. Um, Beyond establishing your why, you also want to create a system of accountability. You know, in order to achieve, you know, and stick to your, you know, budgeting goals, you you want to go on the journey with other people. You know, it could be a group of friends. It could be your partner. Um, You can go the digital route and use a money management application Ultimately, you just want to create a system that will remind you of your why, but also help give you a way to track the progress that you're making against your goals. Um, lastly, I would say the last step is to celebrate wins and stay resilient in the face of setbacks. I mean, it's not easy saving. We're all tempted by, you know, wanting to buy whatever it is that we enjoy buying, but you want to mark off milestones in your journey. Like if you're consistently spending and saving, perhaps every quarter treating yourself to something to celebrate the work that you're doing. And then also being honest with yourself, you know, and understanding that life happens and sometimes there'll be setbacks, but being gracious enough to keep moving forward and making the necessary adjustments to get you back on track in terms of your financial goals. Mm. And you you talked about savings. Speaking of savings, 
Um, can we talk a little bit about people, the possibility of them having a dedicated savings account? You know, some people set aside money throughout the year, so they have a budget they're working with towards the holiday season. You know, is that a good practice? And if so, what are some of the benefits? Yeah, absolutely. You know, saving money throughout the year with the holiday season specifically in mind is definitely going to be a good practice um, for one of two reasons. One, it alleviates the stress of having to plan and organize during the holiday season. As we all know, we're always, you know, managing a lot of different things during the holidays. And so by starting earlier in the year by saving, we can at least eliminate one more thing that we have to worry about. Um, secondly, it also gives you the opportunity to kind of take advantage of year-round sales as opposed to just the sales that are going on during the holiday season. And this was very much an approach that my grandmother used to take. So she would save throughout the year, take advantage of New Year's deals, Memorial Day, Labor Day. And because she had that little nest egg for the holiday season, she was able to get those uh, deals earlier in the year and sort of tuck away the gifts by the time uh, the holiday season came around. Right. And speaking of deals, you know, Brittany, everyone's trying to save a buck these days, and people love deals. When I was growing up, you know, coupons were the thing, but those have kind of become a thing of the past. They still have some coupons out there. But, you know, what types of savings opportunities should people be aware of that might uh, help them save a little bit of money during the holiday season? Yeah, Absolutely. So in terms of savings, um, you know, there's so many awesome resources made available through our technological resources, retail-specific apps. Uh, there are also websites dedicated to sort of cash-back deals. Um, so, you know, I think ultimately the Internet will be your best friend in regards to buying the sa- the uh, finding the best savings in terms of what you're going to want to purchase for the holiday season. All right. And, um, Brittany, I wanted to kind of double back a little bit onto the, the savings portion. And I guess I have two questions about it. Just, you know, saving sure. in general and then also um, saving when you're saving towards the holiday season. I heard um, I, I had a an, an elder in the community who was talking about saving, and they kind of uh, put it in the same context as, you know, tithing for the religious people who are out there. You know, tithing you put inside 10 percent or given ten percent. You know, but in terms of their saving, they also had a certain percentage of whatever they were bringing home to set aside for savings. You know, with that being said, you know, you know how important is it to have a, a set amount um, that or percentage of your income that you're setting aside and saving in in general, and also for the holiday season, um, as opposed to just kind of throwing extra money at it. Um, when you think it's available. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of different approaches in terms of savings. Um, There is some folks typically suggest 10 to 20 percent. But, you know, also being realistic of the climate that we're in in terms of inflation and the cost of goods have gone up, it may be harder to save that 10 to 20 percent. Say a reasonable starting place would be 5 percent and then gradually increasing your savings to kind of hit that that 10 to 20% mark. Um, so I definitely would suggest that as a sort of general um, benchmark to kind of work against in terms of uh, savings. Mm. And look, credit, you know, this time of year, you get bombarded with credit card offers. 
you know, if you're, you know, if you're going into a, a retail outlet, you know, and you're at the checkout counter, they're asking if you want to save 15% on your purchase for a credit card. You're getting stuff in the mail from the major credit card uh, companies as well. You know, what should people take into consideration as it relates to new credit during the holiday season? Because there's many temptations to open up new credit card accounts at this time of year. No, absolutely. You're, you're so right. There's, you know, mail offers, in-store offers. I think the, the heart of it is know thyself. <laughs> that you have difficulty being um, handling credit responsibly, then decline those offers. However, um, if you know you're able to use it responsibly and cover um, the cost of using that card, then I would say it's a beneficial tool because you can leverage um, retailer discounts cash back on purchases, sign-on bonuses. There's a plethora of, you know, great benefits to using credit. However, like I said, you really have to be honest with yourself and know whether or not you're going to either overextend yourself by buying more than you can afford to pay off or if you know, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really responsible with this and we'll make sure I pay off my credit card in full um, when it's due then I will go ahead and open a new account. And then also keeping in mind that you don't want to open up too many credit cards as that will have a negative impact on your credit as well. So I think it's definitely an exercise in knowing yourself and the limits of what you can and can't handle in terms of credit. Um, but also, you know, if you aren't in that space, you know, go ahead, take advantage of those, those deals. Right. And Brittany, you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but, you know, in what situations, given a person and, and you know, everybody's uh, separate um, in how, what their financial situation is, but in what situations might it make the most sense to leverage um, credit cards when it comes to the holiday season? You know, it's kind of giving people a, a reason for the women to kind of pause and think about, um, like, okay, does this really make sense for me to leverage these credit cards right now? Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say for certain, um, a lot of the sign-on bonuses are going to be, you know, worthwhile, uh, where you can get free money on opening your uh, a new credit account. I think particularly for folks who will be traveling during the holiday seasons and anticipate that they will be traveling often um, throughout the year beyond the holiday season, it's also a great time where a lot of credit card issuers will um, provide folks opening a new account with mileage uh, towards their travel. So I think those two particular benefits in and of themselves can be really great for folks that, one, will be traveling a lot during uh, the year, but specifically during the holiday season, but also folks who may be able to take advantage of those sign-on bonuses in terms of free cash back. Um, based on spending for a new card. Right. And um, monitoring your credit, you know, how important is it to make sure they stay on top of um, their accounts, whatever accounts they have out there, and also monitoring their credit um, during the holiday season? Yeah, for sure. So there's a number of different products available on the market through uh, credit card issuers, financial institutions, um, Chase has their credit journey product, which is available to all folks. You don't have to have an account with Chase to use credit journey, but essentially the, the products that are exist on the market 
essentially help you to keep a pulse on your credit score so that you can identify suspicious activity on your account quickly. Um, and oftentimes, a lot of these resources are available. And so we definitely want to make sure that folks are prioritizing using um, these mon credit, credit monitoring services because the holiday season tends to be a time where we see an increase in fraudulent activity. Um, and so luckily enough, like I said, a lot of these resources are free. So I think it would definitely be a benefit to look into it um, based on whomever your financial institution is or credit card issuer. All right. And, you know, Brittany, I guess I have two questions here at the end. Um, they're kind of related, but, uh, you know, what is the more, most important thing that you believe people should take a, uh, should keep in mind when it comes to moving into the new year without strapping themselves uh, with a boatload of debt? But also, you know, from your personal uh, perspective, you know, you know, what is it that you think about the most during the holiday season as it relates to your own um, personal finances moving into the new year? Yeah, I would say the most important thing, you know, folks probably should focus on is returning to your why, you know, remembering that your spending should be in service to your greater goals throughout the year. And so, like I said, if you live life, enjoy the holiday season, be generous, but also realize that it doesn't have to work against what you're trying to do throughout the year, right? Um, so I, I, I definitely would want to reiterate that, return to your why, and that will ground you in how you're making financial decisions. Um, in terms of my own spending, I would say it, it, it's a principle based in um, generosity and balance, um, you know, ensuring that um, I'm in a place to give back to community and to the people that I love. Um, and so I think that, that those are the two main uh, things that ground my spending, um, all the while making sure that I'm not putting myself in a position that um, overextends myself. And so I think for me, it's about balance. You can do both things, be generous and get the things that you would like to get. Uh, but ultimately, I think balance is what grounds me in my own spending. Right. And Brittany, you bring up a great point because during the holiday season, people get compelled to make so many other people happy um, by presenting them with gifts and gestures and things of that, uh, of that nature and oftentimes will sacrifice their own um, happiness, um, mental stability and financial well-being in the new year because they have done so much during the holiday season um, that they might not have had to necessarily do. No, yeah, that's absolutely true. And, you know, I've definitely experienced that for myself. But I think, you know, in um, I think this is an area where you can partner with the people in your life and maybe create new traditions around gift giving. Um, for example, my family, we don't do individual gifts. Uh, we'll pull together our resources and create an experience, you know. So, okay, let's go ice skating and then come home and bake cookies together. Um, so there's definitely other ways to express generosity and uh, gift giving with your family outside of, you know, having to do major individual gifts for everyone. So I think 
you know, there's, there's always opportunities to reshape the ways in which we um, um, kind of operate and giving gifts during the holiday season.